Hi, I'm Canadian, and this is the BS Podcast Network. It's 75 degrees outside, sunny, and it's California. This podcast brought to you by OuchThatHurts.com. Visit OuchThatHurts for music, gaming, reviews, editorials, podcasts, and more. OuchThatHurtsH-E-R-T-Z.com. podcast um i am dan joined here by steve yo and only steve only me yeah only steve I, uh, only. everybody else just didn't want to uh no i'm like kidding <laughs> uh we got a couple of people under the weather right now so um it is just me and steve for this week and you, you um, almost didn't have me i'm starting to feel a little under the weather too like give it another couple of days and I might be bedridden. I don't know. <laughs> Believe me, I, I'm telling you right now, the last thing people want to hear is me talk for an hour. <laughs> so I actually at my, at, at, as I call it my real job, um, my make the money job. Yeah. Um, I actually have to do new employee orientation. Uh huh. So I had to get up there and I have to like, um, like talk to them about, um, just, you know, stuff that's going on in my area and all of the, the hospital. Um, uh-huh. I do like life safety stuff. So I make sure, you know, I teach about fire equipment and, and what happens okay. if there's a fire and, um, or if there's, um, um, really kind of any other emergencies within the hospital. Uh-huh. Um, two very quick things about that. One, my favorite, this is not the first hospital I've worked at. My favorite emergency code like you know how you like you hear like code blue and code green and, and all of that sure yeah so like universally like code red is always fire code blue is always like heart or heart attack okay and then after that they really don't have anything else like you can kind of make up your own okay so like ours now a code green is a is a utility failure so like if the okay. like if electricity went out or natural gas is not coming to the hospital or water or whatever you know yeah uh, we call it code green um, the last place I was at, I kid you not, their code green was a terrorist attack. Oh no. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Wow. Like, now the funny thing about that is that the area that I was in that literally, um, it's like cornfield, 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 little town, <laughs> cornfield, cornfield, soy field, <laughs> the town I was in. Ah. Terrorist attack. <laughs> it's terrorist attack. <laughs> Against the corn. Yeah, I'm like, do we really like? Do we really need this? They're like, well, you never know, you never know. And I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Well, like, okay, um, okay. To be fair, sure, you never know. But green is such a like, it's not a primary, it's a secondary color. Yep. But like, if you're in an area with that many cornfields, maybe make it like magenta is the terrorist attack, right? Like something that's magenta. not that not that common. Code magenta, like they're coming well, for us. Their um oh their their active shooter which I sadly we have to talk about yeah their active shooter is code maroon, maroon. and I'm like why would you pick maroon wow you know yeah um so so they had okay. that um yeah no so it was a terrorist attack um which is kind of funny I'm like I'm like okay do we have one for like hurricanes then and they're like well you know we could make one I'm like when was the last time a hurricane hit in the middle of Illinois. <laughs> Gotta watch out for them Illinois uh, hurricanes. Yeah, I was like, get you. really? Yeah. Um, it's like all so those yeah. tornadoes we have here in California. 
<laughs> so, so, so going going back to uh, boring people to death. Yes. Um, so like I was up there this week. Uh, we had it. And I literally have like one guy sleeping. And I'm like, you know, I really try to make this fun and interactive. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I guess I'm just really that boring. So <laughs> It's not it's not you. It's a subject matter. Like you're, you're color coding emergencies like that's not really yeah. super yeah. fun. Unless you're no, coming up not. with like cool new new color flavors for odd things that'll never happen, then it could be fun. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, so it's not too too bad, but you know, uh, it's it's a fun job. Um, but speaking of that, Steve, what have you been playing? I have been playing uh, not much. First, first I played um, Drive to the Snow, and we did that. Um, that was, that was last, was that, did I already talk about that? Was that two weeks ago now? No. No. I didn't talk about that. When when did you drive through the snow? When did you come to Chicago? Oh, (laughs) no, 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 no. Um, okay. So (laughs) the, I think it was, was it the, the week we didn't record? I think it was the week we didn't record. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the, one of the reasons why I wasn't around, um, is because we, we went to, uh, to Mammoth Mountain. And that that's a mountain here in California that is known for its um, skiing and it's a big vacation spot. It's on the other side or it's on the east side of the Sierra Nevadas. So for us that live on the coast of California, Paradise itself, we have to go um, around the mountains. Um, we can't go over the mountains because you're because they're snowed in. And so we have to go around. We don't want a, a Donner Party situation. You know, um, everybody just listening just went, she'll be coming around the, the mountain, mountain when she comes. comes. No, uh, okay, go ahead. Yep. So <laughs> we so we went around the mountain when she came. And uh, <laughs> uh, this this episode rated R. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was like a six-hour drive that because we had two kids with us turned into like an eight to nine-hour drive. Oh, fun. Um, which was, which was just great. But when we got there, you know, it was, it was fine. It was a lot of fun. Um, went sledding with the kid, which is awesome. It's the second time we've gone there, um, with, with our, with our oldest girl, first time with our youngest. And she's, the youngest was a little too young. We put her in one of those, one of those snowsuits that where you like, they can't really move. They're kind of starfishing the whole time, like Maggie Simpson, yep. you know? Uh, yep. and so we put her in that, we took her out into the cold, sat her down or, you know, stood her up in the snow and she looked at us and just went, eh, like she was not a <laughs> fan. She was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, and it was like lightly snowing at the time, which is cool. Cause I'd never actually been in the snow while it was snowing. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, but the, my, but my four-year-old, she absolutely loved it. We built snowmen. She hopped in the snow, ran around, grabbed icicles, tried to eat them. It was a whole, it was a whole thing. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. So because of that, no video games. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, so when I came back to, to reality, um, uh, Fallout 76. So I've been playing a whole lot of Fallout 76. I went, I've been playing through the main storyline. Um, and I think I might have mentioned this last week, but I played through the, the, the part of the main storyline where you go through the Brotherhood and then that feeds into the main storyline for the Enclave. Um, Uh spoilers, um, for all that stuff. Uh, and now the enclave is at a point where it's like to continue on this quest, you need to accomplish 10 difficult things, right? And these are things in game that are either random spawns, um, uh, that you have to kill or random events that are, that are very specific type, uh, that you have to go and complete, um, or, 
um, take down Scorch Beasts. Which, by the way, and this is totally cool, and I'm glad that I, I grabbed a couple screenshots. I killed okay. my first Scorch Beast. At, so they're really that hard to kill? They are that hard to kill. I was level 49, and it was a level 50. And it took me almost all of the ammo and aid that I had on me at the time um, to, to take down. Nice. So, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, it, they are less annoying now. I tried fighting one a couple of patches ago, and they just spammed one of their, like, sonic attack, which makes your screen, like, you can't see anything because of the effects on the screen. It goes through walls. It's like a sound attack. Um, and it, and it hurts you a lot and they would just spam it over and over and over and over again. You couldn't really do much against it. And now they've, they've cooled that down a little bit where they'll, they don't spam the attack as much. Um, but they still are just like bullet sponges in a way. So you just kind of have to keep working at them, keep working at them. And they, as they're flying around the air, they're hard to hit. But once you get them to land, then you, you start, then you can really pound on them. And, um, something that I read on Reddit. And so then I put it into effect and it seems to be correct that you have to to shoot him in the crotch, <laughs> which <laughs> which is very odd. But so when they land, they, you know, they face you and they're swiping at you and biting at you and stuff. But if you are able to run around behind them and shoot them like in the crotch area, um, that's kind of like their weak spot. And so I tried that. I shotgunned the Scorch beast, uh, beast right in the butt several times and its health seemed to be going down faster while while doing that. So if anyone out there is having difficulty with a scorch beast, um, shoot it, shoot it in the crotch from behind. Um, this, okay, this, once again, this is an R rated, uh, uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do, it kind of reminds me of, um, you, you brought up Maggie Simpson with the star, uh, snowsuit. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a Halloween episode where, um, Mr. Burns is Dracula. Oh yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, uh, Homer's like, you got to kill the head vampire. He's like, do I dare live out the impossible dream? So they go and they run up or whatever. And he opens up the coffin and he goes, you must stab the, you know, Lisa's like, you must stab the Mr. Burns in the heart with this stake. He runs up, he goes, file fiend. And he hammers down on it or whatever. Uh-huh. And Lisa's like, dad, that's his crotch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's classic Simpsons. Oh, God, oh, it is classic Simpsons. So good. So good. Oh, man. So, so, uh, so the, uh, so I'm, I'm hammering through these Enclave quests and I've done seven out of the ten. Um, lucky for me, last night when I was playing, a lot of the events popped up that were, that are Enclave events, um, uh, which are just like the random events that happen around the world. And I'm, I'm geared up enough now. I've, I've hit level 50 now, which is, top level for getting special points from this point forward. I keep getting XP. I keep getting levels, but you don't get any more points to go into your special stats. Um, but every, I think five levels, you still get a perk pack for perk cards so that you can change your loadout and stuff. And I'm missing a lot. Like there's, there's stuff that I want to specialize in that I just don't have the cards for. So I can't, which is kind of a bummer. Um, some of the melee stuff. Like I have a, I, 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 because I'm usually in power armor, um, I default to having a, a super sledge always with me. And so if I, you know, run up on someone, I, I hit it a couple times because my strength is at a 10. The, the, the power armor ups it by another, I want to say six. And so your damage is multiplied by your strength and then like whatever the, the mm-hmm. damage on your, on your weapon is something like that. 
So a lot of a lot of power armor builds uh, rely on melee and. Yeah, so there is, I can't do any modifications on my Super Sledge because I don't have the correct perks unlocked to be able to do those modifications. So I've kind of put myself in a corner and I can't figure out how to get a better melee weapon, um, which is kind of a bummer. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, and then I had my first um, uh, player versus player experience last night. Really? Was it yeah. a good one? It was... Um, as expected, I guess. So, so here's what happened. Um, around, around the world, there are, um, the, uh, what are they called? Um, the, the places where you can take them over. Um, what, the, what, what are they called? Strongholds? It's not strongholds. Uh, I, I didn't mean to say that so, <laughs> with so much envy or, or bitterness in my voice. Not strongholds. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that is a, that is a, uh, um, what is it? That is a anthem reference. Oh, <laughs> I didn't play enough anthem to get there. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> uh, they're the, uh, the, oh, shoot, what are they called? And I'm, and I'm playing with, I mean, you can see on the camera, I've, I've got this like silly putty stuff that I'm playing with yeah. my hands. It's getting old. And so it's not, it's sticking to me too much. So I can't type. This is, I, I'm at a, I'm just a ridiculous person right now. Um, <laughs> anyways, so you go around the world, you can go to these places, you take them over and then you can like, uh, uh, make like little mini settlements. I forgot what they're called. Um, but when you're at one that somebody else is a part of, if you attack any of their stuff, you become wanted, right? Because you're attacking somebody yeah, yeah. else's things. That makes yeah. a whole lot of sense. Uh, I was in a new area that I'd never been in before, and I was exploring it, and I saw that there was um, one of these things nearby. And I was trying to figure out where it was because it wasn't obvious. Like, usually it's like a junkyard. It's like, okay, so this junkyard is one of these locations, or there's a couple of uh, power plants where it's also these things where you take them over and then you can build, like, power cores and stuff. Uh, so I was cruising through this building, trying to find where this thing was. It looked like it was on the top of the building, which was new for me. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, what does this building have to offer? That's awesome. And as I'm cruising my way through these buildings, trying to get to the rooftop, I find a locked container. And so whenever I come across a locked container, I pick the lock to see what's inside of it. I did that, grabbed what was inside of it and became wanted. Apparently, and this, I think this is a kind of a design flaw on Bethesda's part. You don't know when you're breaking into somebody's stuff. The game doesn't let you know, right? Like they're what, like in past Fallout games, if you're about to break into somebody's stuff, instead of it saying, um, lockpick, it would say like steal or something like yeah, that. So it yeah. lets you know graphically you're about to do something that is bad and you can still do it. That's up to you. Well, at this point, like I didn't realize that this, container which was not a player container it was part of the world it was just in the um the uh, uh, uh boundary of this settlement thing it's not settlement what is it what are they called You're, that's gonna kill you man it, it, i'm gonna i'm just gonna trying to die figure just figuring it out it's it's gonna come to me and i'm gonna scream it out um so i i, I did call me at like three in the morning my time yeah like, ah, i figured it out it's only midnight yeah. for me um no <laughs> it's only it's only one uh like I can math. So uh-huh. anyways, I, I picked this lock. I didn't realize that I was uh, breaking the law and I totally broke the law and I became wanted. And now I have a 10 cap bounty on me. This is the first time I'd become wanted in the game because I'm just I'm not into PVP. And now I'm playing in the uh, adventure mode and not survival. So I didn't expect this to be an issue. 
When you become wanted, when you go to the map, you can't see where anybody else is anymore. That's like part of the punishment for, for doing bad, right? And so I, so I became wanted, can't see when you were, where anyone else is anymore. No big deal. I see that I'm like right on top of, uh, one of these settlement outpost things. I'm like, okay. And I hover over it and say like, okay, this one's owned by so-and-so the game thinks I broke into one of these, this guy's things when I'm trying to break into his stuff. Fair enough. I broke the rules. I'm wanted. Okay. Um, first there's no way to, to rid yourself of being wanted. I just have a 10 cap bounty on me forever unless somebody kills me, um, which I would like in game if they like gave you a way to pay off the bounty on yourself in case you make a mistake like this and just want to pay off the bounty and be done with it. Like Red Dead Redemption, right? That would, or, be, or that would be like kind of that would be a kind of a smart thing. Like, I don't know if I would want that. Like to me, it would be like I, I really don't want to have that on me. Like even like in Skyrim, like if I broke the law or something, I'm like, oh, crap. I really just want to get this off of me. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you, you want to just pay pay your dues. And yeah. so there's no way to do that in game. You just you just have to live with it. So I did. I just lived with it. After that, like the guy didn't come running out of, out, you know, come shouting out of like, hey, you stole my stuff. Like nothing, the guy wasn't there. And like I stood around for a while to see if someone was going to show up and I was going to like emote to him like, ah, sorry. Um <laughs> So, so that didn't, so that was fine. I went through another like three or four hours of, of, you know, playing the game or maybe, I don't know, a couple hours playing the game and everything. Everything was going good. I'm running missions, doing quests, all this nonsense. I finally found some corn, um, because I've been wanting to do some brewing in game and you need razor grain, which is the wheat and you need corn. And so whenever I find corn, I take it, I go back to my campsite and I plant the corn. And then after a while, it'll sprout more corn and then you harvest it and you plant more. And that's how you farm. So what does Steve do in his free time? He plants corn. I plant corn farming simulator, fallout 76, the farming simulator, <laughs> post-apocalyptic farming simulator. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just cause I want to make booze. I want to make more Nuka shine. Cause that stuff, you drink it and it like boosts your stats like crazy. And then you black out and you, sh- and you've um, spawned somewhere random on the map. So I want to make a bunch of this stuff and then just go on a wild adventure. I just, I haven't had <laughs> the supplies to do it yet though. Like I, I want to like have this experience as I haven't gotten a chance. That's, I mean, that is the coolest thing they've added to the game that some of this, this DLC stuff that they drunk an adventure, a drunken adventure, just like take all your clothes off, drink some Nuka shine and see what happens. Like that'd be, that'd be awesome. So, um, that is hilarious. I go back to my camp. So, uh, you have free fast travel back to your camp. So I, I, I travel back to my camp and as I'm loading in first, the audio pops in as I just hear explosions, like really close explosions. And I was like, what is this? Is something happening at my camp? That's cool. And then like half a second later, the visuals pop in. My camp is decimated. It is. Somebody has blown it all to hell. And I look around like, Oh man, someone attacked my camp. Like, okay, that's part of the game. That's, you know, this is a new experience. This hasn't happened yet. It's not like it was annoying. It was just like, oh, this happened. Cool. So I look around and then there's a dude with this crazy big minigun and he's wearing all Raider gear and he waves at me and then he starts shooting more of my stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he got me. So, so I, I emoted like the confused, like, why did you do this? And he shoots some more stuff. He runs right up to my face, 
for like a few seconds and then runs off into the distance and I shoot after him. But like he was already gone and because I was in power armor and he wasn't, he was running pretty fast. So I don't know what his stats were, but he took off pretty quick. I was like, all right, he got me. He somehow, like, I don't know if that's tied to me being wanted. Like you can see where their camp is or something. Like maybe he saw that I was wanted. So came to my camp to attack me because, oh, well, if you're wanted, that means you're Mm -hmm. being bad. So you must be punished. I don't know. Um, So, I really got to get this game for PC. You you do. <laughs> you I mean there 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 is a lot of fun to be had and they're they're constantly uh tweaking the game making it better. Today a, a big um thing dropped the um the the uh, uh Wild Appalachia Appalachia um they the first it was the Nuka Shine quest and now it is um the uh, Sheep Squatch. Um, mm. which is some quest line with some dude who is like a conspiracy theorist that, that there's some sh- half sheep, half man thing running around. I haven't done any of the quest yet, but like that's the thing that they added. Okay. Uh, so anyways, to, just to wrap up my story. Um, so I go around and like I could, you can repair your entire camp. You just have to like go, you know, to all the things and it costs, um, you know, a, a fraction of what it costs to, to build the thing. Uh, and if you need to go back to your camp, like, um, device, you can hit a uh, one button. It's like a repair everything. So if you have okay. all the stuff, you just pretty much hit one button and then your entire camp is repaired. So I go there and I'm missing like three components to, to, to be able to rebuild everything. I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm missing like a couple of gears, like two screws and some nuclear material. And I, and I know why the nuclear material, cause I have like, I had a really fancy power generator. So I couldn't rebuild everything. Um, and it was late. And so I logged off today. I logged on for a few minutes and was like, all right, uh, do I go and find these things or do I just try to rebuild manually? <coughs> Excuse me. I ended up rebuilding manually and just not rebuilding the power generator. Um, so, uh, that all, all, all is fine. So that was an, a new experience. Um, a- after I rebuilt everything, uh, so for the Nuka Shine quest and for the Sheep squ- Squatch one, in the um, the 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 market where they sell you things, um, what's it called? The market. The market. <laughs> I guess. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I can't. My mind is just not not yeah. with it today. Not here today. Yeah. In in game, you, you you pay the atoms, and then you can like buy um, cosmetic things. And both for the Nuka Shine quest and for this um, Sheep Squatch uh, quest, you buy or they give you for free these posters that you can put up in your camp and then activating those posters start you on the quest line. So to be friendly, you know, I get those. I put them up in my camp in case someone comes by the camp and they want to start the quest like they're able to. Um, the posters okay. are also up all around, you know, the game. So you just you go to any um any uh, uh rail uh rail uh railroad station rail station mm-hmm. and they're, they're the posters are there so i was okay. looking in the menu for the poster to put up on my wall and as i was doing that i was killed uh and so finally my 10 cap bounty was paid <laughs> and i respawned cuz then when you respawn you could like you respawn at your like closest location that makes sense mm-hmm. and in this case it was my camp so i just kind of respawned no harm no foul um, the guy who killed me just ran off afterwards. Like he just like, I have a feeling like next time I see somebody with a 10 cap bounty, I think I'm just going to go and kill them just to be like, I know you don't, you just don't want this 10 caps on you. Right? Like that was a mistake. When you see somebody running around with like a 50 or a hundred cap bounty, they did something. But when it's a 10 cap, that's, that's the lowest one. 
So it's like someone probably just messed up. So this guy mm-hmm. actually kind of did me a favor because it didn't hurt anything. I lost 10 caps, which is nothing. Um, so anyways, that, that has been my, my fallout 76, um, lately. I'm excited to get back into it and finish up the sheep squatch quest or start it at least in the end, finish it. Um, I want to get, uh, blitzed out of my mind on Nuka shine and warp around the map and that'll be cool. And, uh, yeah, they're just they're They keep to, they keep updating it. They keep fixing things and I keep enjoying myself. So fallout 76. Awesome. Um, yeah, I didn't have that, that enjoyable of a time with my game. No, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, I actually, I, I really want to get into 76, but it's like, you know, I had it on console and it's like all the console players just kind of like that I play with just kind of like stopped. Yeah. And I'm hearing that like 76 has more of a PC following than it really does anything else. Uh, well, you know, Fallout is traditionally a PC game. I've always played so, Fallout on PC. So, you know, yep. I don't know. Um, well, let's see. Um, I've been playing a couple of things, actually. Um, I downloaded The Witness because that's free on the Epic Game Store. Epic Game Store. Epic Game Store. <laughs> um, played a lot more sa- uh, Satisfactory. Yeah, uh, we got it. We got to play. We got to play that together. We definitely got to play that. That's a lot of fun. Um, so I mean, nothing really big. Just kind of tinkered around with that stuff. Um, the Witness, obviously, it's an old maze type sort of game. You're on a kind of reminds me of Mist. Mist, yeah, and uh, that's that's done by the guy that did Braid. Um, yeah, Jonathan yep. something I think. Yeah, Braid was amazing. Do you remember Braid? Did you play Braid? I played very little of Braid. I never really got huge into it. Oh man, I beat Braid. I I don't beat. I don't finish. I, I say I don't like term beat but i finished braid and um man that was that was an amazing experience the entire final level is played in reverse um and it's it's just it's absolutely insane it's cool. i heard i heard it's an insane game yeah it's great um, i love it let's see so i did that um i played did, did, a little bit of the division two okay there's um, a, a new um a new update just came out for that this week right yeah, it did. Uh, there's a lot of different changes, like menu changes and all of that, which uh, I think make the game better. It's like it, it to me, like it's it was very cluttered, like the menu stuff was very cluttered together. Uh-huh. Um, like now it's it seems that it's very like they finally used like the whole screen. So like, you know, like you pull up the map and then it like it would just go like to the right side of you, like over the shoulder type sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like now it like opens up to like the whole screen. Oh, which OK. Is, yeah, so it's it's a lot better. Quality of um, life stuff. Yep. Um that game is abnormally more hard than I remember remember it to be. Um, <laughs> like the first one was hard. Like this one just is annoyingly hard. Um and I don't know if they did that on purpose or I don't know. Um it's definitely a game that 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 screams co op. You need co op with it. Uh or you struggle, unless you're just really, really good. Um which I, guess, I guess I'm not. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm just really, really good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, was there ever a question, Steve? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, played a little bit of Sekiro. Uh, um, some more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it amazing that people want to put an easy mode on that game, um, <laughs> which we'll t- we don't we'll talk about at a later date. Yeah. Um, and then I think the I, I downloaded, and even though that. Um, uh, even though that it's a port, another port to it, it did come to the switch and I love the fact that I can play this game portable now and I haven't stopped playing it is final fantasy seven. Okay. The original. 
I, I love Final Fantasy VII. I, I'm call me one of those cliche gamers, whatever. Like, oh, you don't know Final Fantasy because all you like is seven. It's like, no, no. I, I've played a hell of a lot of them, but seven still has a very deep place in my heart, and I cannot wait for the remake. Like, I am just so like, I, I don't care. Like, I don't care how long it's going to take. I want the remake of it. it uh, is that confirmed, or they're, they're remaking it? Oh yeah, they confirmed it like three years ago, four years ago. Oh wow, okay. It was at, it was at E three. Like everybody exploded that it was coming out, but then oh. it's been kind of like in like development hell ever since. Okay. Uh, like they changed studios twice. Oh wow. Ooh. Yeah. So um. uh, like they had like an outside like Square Enix had like an outside studio working on it, and then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're gonna take it in house and we're gonna have a go a whole new direction with it. So it's like. It's been back and forth, so there's been challenges with it. Yeah, it's um, uh, they change. It's a cart racer now. <laughs> <laughs> um, though I did hear one thing that is very interesting. So, like, the game itself is a long game. On mm-hmm. PlayStation, it was three discs, um, even though the third disc was literally just the final boss fight. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, so, and, I mean, and, it's a, wait, wait. To, to back up, by disc, you mean CD or DVD? Yeah, CD. CDs, okay. So, like... For for its time, that's huge. Yes, compared it was a huge game compared to a modern game, that's like a mobile download. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so but the game, the story. I mean, it's a long story. It's a really long story, um, but it's a good story. Um, just kind of all the character intertwining and all of that. So, um, what I heard, uh, it's not surprising that they said or it didn't come as a surprise to me that they they said that it was going to be released episodically okay so like this is an hd remake all of that so obviously it's a hell of a lot more development you know all of that so it's like okay i can see it going episodically what i did hear also yet to be confirmed but what i did hear is that each episode is like the length of like final fantasy 13 now, Final Fantasy XIII's, you know, like game was fifty hours long. Oh, jeez! So they're saying oh. that there's going to be multiple fifty-hour-long episodes of Final Fantasy VII remake. What? Okay, so I've never played Final Fantasy VII. What could possibly be in this game, or how is this game constructed that it can be extended out that long? So. Like, there's a lot of, like, reading dialogue. Okay. And if they're going to convert that into text or, like, into actual voice dialogue and acting, I can see that. Okay. Um, long cut scenes and stuff. Okay. Long cut scenes. Um, I can see the travel with it. Uh, you know, like, they're, it's mostly, like, a top-down type sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're going to make it more of a visual where you're going forward and you're kind of like over the shoulder type sort of thing or like a, a third person okay. view, I could see where that will make the game bigger. Um, just the okay. whole – just Midgar and then the whole world is absolutely huge. Um, so like you had like your main story that you can go on and then you had a whole bunch of side quests. Um, um, I mean there's just – like supposedly like they're going to like reach out more into story arcs. So like you have the story of Yuffie, which is uh, a young ninja girl who you kind of get to know a little bit, but supposedly they're going to do more of her story. Uh, you have Vincent, um, which is like the vampire type sort of character. 
Um, <laughs> I see you smile a little when you say that. <laughs> actually, I do. I do have something about that. Okay. Um, it's uh, Vincent Valentine. So, um, um, I mean, it's just he. So, like, you really don't learn. Like, you learn very small snapshots. Okay. Of this. I can see them saying, okay, now you're going to play as this character in their memory, and then that will make the story go further. Okay, so they can extend it out by doing more character stories to fully flesh out uh, yeah. little corners of the of the universe. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see yeah. that then, sure. They could even, so, they, could, they could point it to like each episode focuses on a specific character, and then, mm-hmm. you know, fans, people that are going to buy this thing would eat that up, it sounds like. That'd be, that'd be perfect. That's cool. Absolutely. Oh, I I I eat up every every single part of it. I mean, cool. I absolutely love Final Fantasy VII. Um, the materia system is is great. Um, that's kind of how like you get your powers. So like, uh, materia looks like little marbles okay. or like hand handheld marbles. Okay. And like each one is a different color. Like a certain type is a different color. So like your cure and restore and all of that are are green. Um, Code green. Your <laughs> your um, even. But, you know, I mean, some of the other magic, so, like, you got, like, lightning and fire and ice, which are green, and then, uh, like, your summons, so, like, you can summon, like, a god or whatever like that to help you, um, even though they're not called a god, they're called guardian forces or Eldians, uh, Eldians. Um, they're red, um, so, like, each each color means certain different things, like, yellows are buffs, and, and what happens is, like, so, let's say I, I equip, like, this weapon or this piece of armor, I can equip that many material, like there's slots for materia. Okay. I can equip that much materia. Now, as you use that one materia, so I can have four fire and I can equip four fire. I can equip like, th- like four of my characters, even though three of them are only in a party. Um, like I can equip three of them with fire. Okay. So all three of them would have the spell of fire. Okay. Okay. As the more that you use that specific materia, not the the genre of materia, okay, or the or the category of materia, the more okay. that you use that one materia, uh-huh. the more that it grows. Okay, so it's like so planting like, a so seed. Like if, if I have a fire materia, just one fire materia, and I put it on myself, and I use that spell over and over and over and over and over. It's going to gain in level. It's going to gain up. Now I can find another fire materia and put it on to like uh, Barrett, who is another character. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have that skill of what I've grown that fire materia on, on my person to be. He's going to have to start over with that one fire materia that I found for him. Okay. Unless I unequip the one that's on me and I give it to him and then I start over with the other fire materia. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. When so when you when you level it up or you have it grow on you, is um and you did so then after it's grown you can give it to somebody else. Do mm-hmm. certain characters have like an affinity for a certain type? Like like, is there a character that come along and say, oh, I'm really good at using fire. And so you would grow it and then give it to that one, that person. So it's good, for, easier for them to use. Or is that just not a thing? They, yes, but it's way too hard to explain how. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, like we would be here. Uh, yes. So like, like, uh, Ares is, is always your healer. Okay. Um, like, so like, um, Barrett is always your tank. He's always going to be like your guardian. Okay. That sort of thing. All right. I see. Um, so you don't give the you don't give the healing one to your tank, and you don't give your your tank skills to your healer. Okay, I I, I understand that. Sure. 
you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if you do have material slots that you want to fill in, so like like there's a so like there's other material slots that look like like little hourglasses. Uh-huh. Like but like flipped over. So like you'll have like a ball and then have like a little line and have another ball. Uh-huh. That means it's connected. So like what I could do oh. is I could put like a buff on that materia. So like if I put fire and I have like an all materia. So instead of just that fire spell only going to one person, the all says I can attack all of them. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, so like you can equip, like there's one where it's sense. So like if I use lightning and I have sense on there, I'll shoot a lightning bolt, but then it'll also sense, like it'll give me back, like, like sense gives you like the stats, like the HP that's left uh, on the enemy or, okay. or like a little bit of information. So like when I use that, it'll also pop up with that information. So you can kind of strategically put things different ways. Okay. Like if you have Q two cure materia, like I can give my cure to Barrett, who's my tank and he can use a cure. So I don't have to only depend on Ares as, as my, even though she's my main healer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like so a backup so- and stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, like having a backup, like just in case. Cor- correct. I mean, okay. there's, there's just so many different elements to it. Like when you play it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I'm telling you right now, if you can find it on sale, like on a steam sale or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just a fun RPG to play. It really is like the mechanics just work so well with it. I've heard so many good things. I would just the term final fantasy seven. Like that is, synonymous with a masterpiece yeah yeah it's just something that people know of it's just it's a thing it's like people know about mario and halo and final fantasy Mm -hmm. 7 you know um so yeah it's just something i've never picked up i've never played i don't as as everyone can now attest to i have i had no idea how it even works (laughs) so i mean yeah i'll check it out i i need to i need to check it out as a gamer yeah i mean i'm serious i mean you know i'll never tell you you have to play a game like demand that you play a game except for final fantasy 7 i demand that you play that game are you it is are you demanding me of me right now yes i'm demanding you right now. stop <laughs> okay. the podcast and go um no like i said it's just it's if, if you don't play any, any any other final fantasy this is this is the final fantasy in my mind to play because it's just that good and then the story just intertwines you like you actually care about you you develop feelings for these characters like you really do. Like I'm not going to – everybody knows because it's so old, but I'm not going to spoil it for you of what happens to some of these characters and and all of that. And mm-hmm. um, like you, you legitimately feel happy for them. You see, feel sad. You feel remorse. You, like it, it like makes you want to fight for these characters. Wow. It really awesome. does. Like it's so good. So good. That's so And great. I'm going to get so much shit from people about it, but it's just, it's just <laughs> so, so good. Um, I literally think I've probably played Final Fantasy VII at least 20, 25 times. Wow. Well, how long does it take to play? Like from beginning to end? Is it like a, like a 10 hour game? Is it a 50 hour game? Does it depend? I, if if I, God, you know what? I don't even look, I don't even know because I, I kind of look for different things every time I different play, uh, I play. Okay. Um, let's see. I know, like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge, as everyone knows, I'm a huge Fallout fan. The original Fallout, I've played through maybe three times, and the second one, only I've only finished it once. It's such a long game. So it clocks around 90 hours. 90 hours? Yeah. Wow. It, it's, it, it's a long game, like yeah, I said. Okay. But the thing is, there's, uh, well, let's put it this way. If you're playing Final Fantasy VII, to complete it, well, it says to take 39 to 40 hours. However, completionist... Okay. 
uh, will take a lot longer. If you're wondering, completion is someone who has completed the game 100%. So, like, if you wanted to do everything in the game, take you close okay. to 90. So, so like, the story's going to take you 40. Okay. So, it's a, it's a okay. I, 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 can, I, can, I, can, I can see that. Um, is it a collectathon? Is that where the 90 hours is? Like, oh, go find 50 orange leaves. Does it do that no. thing to you? No? Good. No, it's it's finding different. It is finding different materials. Okay. Um, like if you wanted to do that, um, it's fighting different. Um, uh, like there's there's this one ultimate material called Knights of the Round, which you have to do like so many different things to get. Um, uh-huh. like if you want to get it. So I mean, it's like if you wanted to go on those quests, but it's not a needed thing. Right. It's it's for the people who just want to live in the world for a while and, and correct. Stuff. Correct. And that's totally understandable because in RPGs. They, I mean, it, an RPG can be fun to just play through a main story, but a lot of times they live and die on their side quests. Correct. Um, and so, yeah, like Skyrim, like main story, like a lot of people say like, oh, I've, I've never played the main story or I played the game for 50 hours before I even touched the main story, you know, like in that, that shows, you know, just how great some RPGs can be. And, and for you to say Final Fantasy seven can be, can be, you know, 90 hours if you're, if you really dig that world and you really get into it. That's amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, again, it's just in so many different ports and, and so many different areas and, and all of that. So, um, in fact, I'm looking up right now for you, Steve. <laughs> uh, if it, for some reason my store doesn't want to load. Oh, there it goes. Um, uh, let's see. Final Fan- Fantasy 7 right now is not showing up because I didn't spell it right. <laughs> Are you searching in uh Steam? Yeah, I I put in Finsol Fantasy. Uh I'd, I'd play 12 that. bucks. 12 bucks for 90 yeah. hours, 40 to 90 hours of of gameplay bliss. That's yeah. pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 totally worth. And it's old school. I mean it's turn-based RPG. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, turn base. That um, takes me back. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's and you really don't need that huge of a computer. Like you need a two gigahertz processor to to run it. Oh yeah, I'm not concerned. You need like Windows, like XP can run it. So (laughs) first, I have to find a computer that runs XP, (laughs) then I can Uh play this game. So, uh, but I, I mean, you realize you realize it's 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 you know how old of a game it is and all of that it came you know um, yeah, yeah ninety seven I think it came out in or oh something wow like that. yeah it's ninety three uh, okay so uh, moving on um, so yeah, so pick up Final Fantasy seven um, play it before uh, just wrote, before we move on I just want to just want to make note um, the only other game like that that I've ever played was um, Chrono Trigger. And, oh yeah, you'll enjoy it. And Chrono Trigger, I kind of enjoyed. Um, there were parts of it that I was extremely frustrated, um, uh-huh. but overall, I I absolutely love time travel stories. That's just who I am, and so I dug that. And I think I finished the game, but it wasn't a good ending, and it was confusing. So, uh, well, that's why you got to play Chrono Cross. Well. It's, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's better. I would say it's better. Uh, I, I mean, people will will smack me and find me in the street for that. Um, but no, um, yeah, uh, I, I think Final Fantasy VII is is probably the best Square Enix game that's come out. Okay. Bold. So very bold. Um, let's see. Um, what else did I do? 
Um, I put some awesome RGB lighting in my computer that um, I was <laughs> literally trying to set up before this. Um, so I got so I, I told you guys this before. I got the the GPU. I got some new fans. Uh-huh. Uh, I was really kind of bummed that the fans like had like a controller to them. Okay. Um, like I couldn't control it on my computer. Right. Um, and then I found and then I picked up some RAM. I picked up some RGB RAM. Um, and I'm like, you know what? There's this power node that like you can plug all the stuff into and then you can use software. So I'm like, okay, so like I follow everything and I'm like, okay, I can do this. You know, I've been really good. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not a PC guy. I'm, I'm learning this stuff. Okay? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And it was, it was very simple. It was put a SATA in, put this controller to this, put this, you know, here. I like made sure everything was good. I got awesome wire management. I'm like, okay, perfect. <laughs> turn it on. The fans turn on the RGB turns on for the Ram. And I got no like color strips. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm going back and forth or whatever like that. Now the whole power node is not picking up or whatever. I looked at this for like an hour and a half. You know what the problem was? What? I plugged the wrong wire into the wrong slot. Mm-hmm. I was using the one stupid one wrong wire. Um, so yeah, so I got that. Um, and speaking of RGB and all a whole bunch of lovely colors, the other game that I was playing too was the Borderlands, uh, the Game of the Year edition. Oh, cool. So I got that for uh, for Xbox. Um, and then obviously the announcement, uh, I, I, you know, it's just a wonderful remake. If you've played Borderlands, you play Borderlands 1, play it, just have fun with it. Uh, we don't think we have to go really too deep into it. Um, but I think just a little bit of our topic uh, is Borderlands 3 was announced. Yeah. How hyped are you? I I am... I have te- I have tempered expectations for Borderlands Three. Um, okay. it, it is exciting. I'm glad that they're re- revisiting the franchise. Um, I feel. Did we talk about this last week? No. <laughs> I feel like we talked about this last week. No. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Um. Uh, the it, it's it's cool that that they're um they're revisiting this franchise and that it is in an era now where we are used to playing online and we're used to playing with other people. And so for a new Borderlands game to come out in that, in, in our current in, uh, gaming Wait environment. Now that I think about it, yeah. we did talk about this last I week. was going to say, this sounds familiar. I think I've spoken of these words before. Yeah. So, well, maybe we'll cut that part out. <laughs> nah, leave it in. <laughs> so, um, I am still excited. I'm still just excited last week for Borderlands 3 as I am this week. <laughs> um, I think... <laughs> Damn it, I feel so dumb. No, yeah, you know, we talked about it because it was announced and we got the game of the year edition. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. So Oh, uh, it's it's uh it's epic. Epic exclusive. We didn't know that. That was announced. Yeah, that was that was one of the big things. Oh, we didn't have a release date. That's yeah. what I wanted to say. Yeah. So it is coming out on September thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um I am gonna be it is gonna be a midnight or a day one for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um okay. oh yeah. So, um, so you're going Epic, Epic Game Store, because that's where it's it's releasing, and then six well, I think months might, later, I think it might go console until it hits Steam. Oh, okay. So, I, I forget about the console sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I still love. I still have my console love, um, though I do want to play it on. I do want to play it on PC. Um, I just, uh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. So September, September thirteenth. 
I think just a couple of updates with it. One, I, I love the memes that are coming around with the walking gun or the gun with the legs. <laughs> um, and then, like, I guess there's just like they're going way off the wall. Did you hear about the gun that insults you as it reloads? No, that's yeah. Amazing. There's a gun that either that insults players as it reloads. Oh, that's great. I, I heard about a gun that like makes volcanoes or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like, there's, there's that's, yeah, that's just, awesome. Yes. It's like this is just going to be over the top. You know, it's going to be basically be an acid fest. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, like the gaming has been a bit too serious lately. So it's good. to It's good to inject the silly in a, in a good in a in a. Yeah, it's good. I'm happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, with that, um, I think we're just uh, it's going to be a short show tonight. You know, um, yeah, you know, not really wise. much gaming news. Uh. I mean, we have Days Gone that's coming out, but we'll probably talk about that next week. Uh, that's coming out on the 26th. Um, yeah, it's really kind of been a slow couple of weeks in the gaming industry, don't you think? Yeah, in the in the industry, I think people. I mean, people are winding up for E3. The 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 industry is getting ready, so this is the calm before the storm. Absolutely, uh, we're, we're hearing like little trickles, little rumors here and there about things. Um, I heard that that Xbox Live or, or no, no, was it the no, the Game Pass, that there's going to be a different option for the Game Pass to be more expensive, but includes gold, I want to say. Yeah, like it includes gold, and then it's like for the whole year or something. Yeah, I think it's instead of being $10 a month, it's like $15 a month, and then you get gold or something. And people are saying that would be pretty it, cool. It's That would be cool, and it's like tied into their discless Xbox. Like that's how it's going to be like, oh, get this, mm-hmm. and then get this subscription, and then you've got all your games, and you've got gold, and then you just you go from there, mm-hmm. which is cool. Makes sense. I mean, I'm paying, what, $60 a year for gold and then $10 a month for Game Pass. I, I mean, monetarily, doesn't it, does it make sense it, to it, just... It completely adds up to the same thing. Okay, so it would just be... So paying by months out of a big chunk when I forget about it. Like yeah. years, years ago when I got my 360, I signed up for Xbox live, like in the middle of January. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's yearly. It's like after the holidays and my bank account is empty and then boom, I'm hit with this. Like it used to be 50 bucks. Now boom, I'm hit with the $60 charge out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I forgot about gold. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if it's yeah, instead I- monthly, that would, that would be uh, much better on the old pocketbook. I, I used to have Xbox and PlayStation come out on the same month. Ooh, yeah. And that was, yeah, and that was June. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's June. It's, Nobody's going to. And I'm like, nope. When I turned 21, I'm like, yeah, I went to the bar. Oh, nope. Can't go to the bar. Nope. Looks like I'm playing. I just play- made my, play- my Xbox and PlayStation payment. Looks like I'm playing uh, games instead of instead of drinking. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think there's just a lot of gearing up for, for E3. A lot of people are kind of keeping things close to the chest right now, um, which we will have uh, in just a couple of up, upcoming episodes. We will have our E3 breakdown of what we think is going to go on. Um, so watch for that. Um, do want to make an announcement uh, and more information will come, but we have started an Extra Life team. Uh, so anybody who knows what Extra Life is, Steve, you know what Extra Life is? Uh, why don't you Why don't you tell me, Dan? Extra Life is a a wonderful program where we play games and you donate money for us playing games. And that money, none of it comes to us. It all goes to some children's hospital somewhere in the United States that we pick, uh, which we will will let you know what children's hospital that would be when it gets closer to our date. Uh, But there is a year, there's an annual Extra Life uh, day where people play for 24 hours. Um, 
and that's going to be November 2nd, I believe, um, this year. So we will be planning on that event uh, as uh, the save point, and ouch, that hurts. Um, and uh, I would say uh, there's another podcast that will probably be joining us, but I will uh, let the, let you know more information about that once we actually have confirmation of that. Um, but look on our websites, look on our Discord. Uh, we will be promoting that, especially on ouchthathurts.com. Um, but more information will come with that. Uh, our E3 stuff will come. Um, make sure you visit our sponsor, speaking of that, which is ouchthathurts.com. That's uh, H-E-R-T-Z.com. And then also head over to the BS Podcast Network. That's bspodcastnetwork.com. Um and uh, have fun with that. But uh, unless Steve, you got anything else? I think that's going to do it for us tonight. You know what? I, I do have something else. Just I know Damn you. It, I, Steve. I, I know you're wrapping it up. You did such a smooth job of wrapping it up. But I thought of something. And you I, guys, you guys realize you guys always do that to me. There's always <laughs> one more thing. One more thing, because we just we love to give. We want to give to our listeners. Um, one one last thing. <clears throat> it wasn't the cough. That's not the last thing I wanted to give you. Um, I was thinking about about games and why there's a lull right now, and I think part of it is that the the uh, uh, pop culture in general is getting ready for other things. One final season of Game of Thrones, two Avengers Endgame. Yep, those things are fast approaching, and I am beside myself with excitement for both of them. I already have my Endgame tickets; they are in the on the correct row. In a, in a spot that I enjoy and I'm very excited about that fact um, and then and then of course you know Jon Snow yes. so there you go <laughs> um, yeah I'm actually looking very much forward to uh, Game of Thrones um, as far as the Marvel I have to catch up but I'm, I'm hoping I will catch up on a couple of them what do you mean what do you mean catch up what are you talking about I have to catch up I don't want to divulge what I haven't oh, watched yet oh no because no, you're gonna, you're gonna, no, sir, the, you're gonna punch me through the camera. No, no, you know what? We're we're busy people. We've got full lives. We've got kids. I, I've a couple of these Marvel movies. I've had to go by myself to watch because we couldn't find you know childcare or whatever. I get it. I understand. Now tell me, how have you failed? What haven't you watched? I have not watched Black Panther. Okay. I have not watched Doctor, watched Doctor Strange. Oh wow. Okay. I have not watched Infinity War. Oh no. Yeah. So I have to watch those before I Well, yeah, I mean you have to watch Infinity War before you watch Endgame. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um wow. I just finished up I just finished up the uh Captain Americas. Um so those were pretty good. I watched all the the Guardians of the Galaxy. I watched the Spider-Man. Um oh, and Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I have to watch too. Nah, you don't. <laughs> you can skip that one. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, watched it. It's it's fine. Uh, if if people want to head over to uh, sciencefactionpodcast.com, uh, uh, we've had a couple episodes where we complain heavily about Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, just from a science point of view or science fiction point of view, it's it's got some poor uh, uh, internal logic. But besides that, Black Panther, an amazing film. Just, mm-hmm. just straight up good movie. I rewatched it about a week ago. Um, it's on Netflix, so it's easy to get to. Great film. Um, Infinity War also awesome. Doctor Strange was like okay, but you need to know the character to go into Infinity War and to understand what he's all about. Got it. Um, 
and he popped up in uh, Thor Ragnarok. So, so you've been you watched him in a weird order. <laughs> it's kind of there. Yeah, they're... I kind of I kind of jumped around. Like I didn't. Okay, so I was kind of dumb. Like I was never. I don't want to say I wasn't huge into Marvel because I, I am huge into Marvel, uh-huh. but I was only huge into certain characters. Like, okay. like no offense, like I could, I, I could have given a shit about, um, uh, like Captain America. Okay. Like, like to me, Captain America was kind of like, ah, okay. Didn't realize that like everything started connecting in so much. Yeah. Like I didn't pay that much attention to it. How dare you? Um, huh? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, like Black Panther has never like interest me as a character. Oh no, not uh, at all. I've never da- read. A, uh, yeah, I had. I have, and I still is going to be a, a battle to get through. I have no interest in Doctor Strange. I have no interest in that character. I just have had no interest in Doctor Strange. Okay, so here's here's the thing with and and we're we're gonna wrap up. You did an excellent job wrapping up. We'll get back to wrapping up in just a minute. We're gonna do a little Marvel uh-huh. talk though, a little okay. Marvel, a little Marvel pep talk. Marvel was in a bad place and sold off all of their good characters to other studios uh-huh. for years, right? Like Sony had Spider Man, Fox had X Men, like those are the heavy hitters. They started making movies, started making money. Marvel goes, oh, we've we've got something here. Who do we have left that we can make something out of? And they looked around and someone shrugged and went, Iron Man, I guess? Iron Man has never been a popular character. He's never been very good. Um, no, no, I agree. I've never watched or I've never watched. I've never read an Iron Man comic book ever. But the movie was amazing. Yeah. Now, I, no, I agree. What what they what Marvel has been able to do is take their B and C list characters and turn them into something amazing by not having to stick to their comic book origins or their comic book canon and just take the essence of the character and turn it into something that fits a movie screen. Which is not always easy to do. A lot of, uh, a lot of movies that are comic book adaptations, uh, the comic book is so popular or it's so specific in its tone that it does not translate to the screen very well. And therefore you don't get a very good adaptation. You don't get a very good movie. People don't go and see it because they have these characters that people don't really care about. Like you just said, Doctor Strange, who cares? Black Panther shrug. You know, what is that? Um, I felt the same way about those characters until Marvel started saying, let's, let's reinvent, let's reinvigorate, let's put something on the screen that is, that it's new and fresh and makes sense for one movies and two for a current audience. Because you're mm-hmm. taking these characters that were, that were created for a 1960s and 1970s audience, right? That, how yep. long ago is that now? 50 years? Like you've got to update it. And yep. so they, that's what they did and that's what they've started doing. And, you know, some of the movies are formulaic. Um, some of them, if they're, if they're, if it's an origin story, it's pretty much every origin story is the same. When you watch Doctor Strange, um, just, just keep in mind that it, it is not a retelling of the original Iron Man. It's slightly different. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> but, got it. but like a lot of the story beats are exactly the same. But then there's a payoff. So here's, here's the last thing that I'll say. Doctor Strange, I was not excited to go see. Doctor Strange is an okay movie. Doctor Strange character meeting Tony Stark in Infinity War was amazing because of how they set up the characters, because they are so similar. 
because they both have beards. No, because, <laughs> because they both have this attitude of this, this holier than thou attitude, but one of them is technology and one of them is these mystic arts, right? And then you have yeah. these two absolute geniuses having to work together in Infinity War. That was amazing. And so you have to have Doctor Strange be like, isn't this just Iron Man again? But you have to have that for the payoff later. It all it makes sense in the end. You have to trust, trust in the process. When you, like, when you get to Infinity War, it all pays off. And when you get to Endgame, which obviously no one's seen, but when you get to Endgame and all the spoilers that I've read online and all the, all the things, and when we, when we get to Endgame, there's going to be even more payoff for even more stuff. So, okay. Um, I know this is a video game podcast, but if you're not cut up on the Marvel movies, you're dead to me until you are. So, Dan, uh, please finish this podcast. You're dead to me until you play Final Fantasy VII. So, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) So, oh well. Uh, like I said, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Like I said, visit our sponsor, OutsideHertz.com, H-E-R-T-Z.com. Visit the BS Podcast Network. That's where you'll find uh, the uh, Science Faction podcast that Steve referenced. Um, we'll have more extra stuff about extra life and, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Good night. Night.